back to Travels with Alicia. In this episode, I'll be talking about Normandy. It's a region in northern France. Most of the region is northwest of Paris. And the region of Normandy is shaped like a turkey, and it really does look like that. More than 50% of the perimeter of Normandy is against the English Channel. Its coastline includes white chalk cliffs and World War II beaches. There are unique historical cities, and the most famous and beautiful abbey, Mont Saint-Michel, in all of France is in this region of Normandy. It's in the south. So what's Normandy known for? Um, There are these cows, these brown and white cows called Normandy cows, and this region is known for amazing dairy. So cream, cheeses, butter, all the things probably that aren't good for you, but this area has the absolute best. It also has really good seafood since so much of Normandy is against the coastline, and it's also a region of apples. So there's a lot of wine regions in France. Well, Normandy is actually an apple orchard region. They make both cider and they make a much harder liquor out of the apples. So you're going to find this everywhere and um, there's a lot to to be able to taste in this region. It's known for food. So what am I going to cover today? I'm going to cover four areas of Normandy. Rowan, Honfleur, Duville, and Trouville. And then we'll do another episode to cover the remaining regions or the remaining cities or areas. So let's start with Rowan. Rowan is the capital of Normandy. It's a beautiful city with cobblestone, pedestrian area, and it has medieval, like, half-timber houses. If we're looking at Normandy in the shape of a turkey, Rowan is up in the middle of the tail feathers. So that's kind of where it's located. And when I went to Rowan, how I got there is I flew into Paris. And so our family at this time was going to Greece every year. And as a family of four, I was always looking for inexpensive airfares. And it's very expensive to go. We were actually going to Mykonos. So I was able to get round-trip tickets to Paris for about 600 a person. And then another round-trip ticket to Mykonos from Paris for 200 And that was much better than a flight to Mykonos, which was around 1300 a person. So I'm sharing this just to tell you, um, a lot of times, if you're traveling somewhere, you might be able to get to another destination significantly less expensive and then um, enjoy that destination before going on to your final area that you were planning to travel to. So we had done this in the past, and we actually visited Paris the year before. So we wanted to do something different. So the idea was we were going to rent a car and drive through Normandy for six days. And this seemed like just a great idea. My husband loves history. I thought it would be educational for the kids. And honestly, it turned out to be a fantastic trip, but there were a few challenges. So I'm going to share with you a lot of the things that we really loved about this area and the highlights, but I'll also tell you some of the things that you might be able to do differently and better than we did. So when we landed in Paris, we rented a stick shift car because they're always more less expensive in Europe. And unfortunately, only my husband can drive a stick shift. So being that it was an overnight flight, he does not sleep on the plane and he was completely exhausted. So it was a lot 
for me to ask him to get the rental car and drive. It was two hours to Rowan. And I have since found out that what might have been a better idea is to just stay overnight in Paris somewhere near the train station because you can take a direct train from Paris to Rowan. And that is only about an hour an hour and seven minutes or something. It's very convenient. And there are about 30 trains a day. So you could land, get a good night's rest, and then get up in the morning and travel when everyone might be feeling a little bit better. So I'm sharing this for several reasons. And one is just a learning to understand the style of the people you're traveling with. So some people would have no issue landing and getting a car and driving for hours on end. But if you're traveling with people who do need their rest, just put that into consideration. Also, I'm mentioning this because this is a great day trip from Paris. Rowan, if you can go somewhere that has 30 trains a day, and it's about $15 one way if you plan in advance and buy the tickets a little bit early, this is something you would really, really enjoy. So what, what is the first thing to do when you get to Rowan? So they have big maps at the tourist shop, so I would get one of those, or you could just use Google Maps to get around the town, and everything is walkable. So what I would do is try to find the two most amazing churches in this medieval pedestrian area of uh, Rowan. And I know some of you may say this that sounds really boring, but it's not. It, this is such a pretty town that it just makes it into an adventure and that you have certain landmarks that you're looking for. And you could spend as little as 10 minutes at these churches, but they're so interesting and um, have history behind them that I think you should find them. The first one is the Rowan Cathedral. It's Gothic in style, and it's a Roman Catholic church. It's the tallest in France, and it has three towers. And each of these towers is in a different architectural style. This church was is very famous. Claude Monet has painted this church over 30 times in his paintings. And so if you're a fan of Monet's paintings, you'll definitely be able to find some that have this church as part of the subject matter. Another church to find, um, and the second one, is the St. Joan of Arc Church. And this is a much newer church. This was built in 1979 on the site where Joan of Arc was burned at the stake. And that occurred in 1431. So if you don't know the story, she was a young girl who believed she was acting under divine guidance, and she led the French to a victory over the English in the Hundred Years' War. So she's a hero in French history, and she later was declared a saint. But she was actually burned at the stake, and this church was built right there in her honor. And the interesting thing about the church is there are these big sweeping curves to the structure, and they represent the flames that engulfed her. So what's another thing to do? When you're walking around, you'll definitely see City Hall. It has a huge clock on the face of it. And when you look at pictures of Rowan, a lot of times that City Hall is pictured. Um, It depicts, it's an iconic picture of Rowan. The other thing to do is to find the oldest restaurant and bar in France, and that's La Corion. And I mentioned this in the France episode, but it's really important. And I think the restaurant's very expensive, but even to go and have a drink at the bar, this is where Julia Child had the best meal of her life, and it inspired her to become the most iconic chef and teacher in American history. 
So let's move on to the next destination, Hunfleur. And so we drove on to Hunfleur, and this was less than a 50-minute drive. It's um, not far, but I absolutely love this place. And this became our home base. This is where we stayed when we were in Normandy. The best part about it is the Vue Basin, which is the old port. And this dates back to 1680. And it's described as a poetic spectacle of houses reflected in the water. And I thought that was just a beautiful description of it. These houses are like very tall, thin townhouses, and they are preserved as historical monuments. And in these houses are restaurants, shops, bars, you know, lots of interesting things, and they surround the whole port area. And the port is in the shape of a rectangle. It's actually very large, and it gives you plenty to do and walk around in the evenings. And I did that many, many days. I I really enjoyed walking around this area. In the beginning of the port area, in the front, is a gorgeous carousel of horses, like a for children, like a carousel ride, and it's perfectly restored. It's there from May to October, and then in October, they take it down, and it gets restored again. So it's in really, really good condition and very beautiful. One of the things I would recommend doing is taking a boat trip. There are a couple things you could do. They have 45-minute rides that just kind of go around the Honfleur area, Or you could do one that's like an hour and a half, and they actually take you all the way up to this famous Normandy Bridge. But you can also get a private charter, and they'll take you pretty much wherever you want to go, and they have nice suggestions. So a boat trip would be a good idea. Something else you might want to check out that's just very unique to this area is the salt cellars. So there were three, and now unfortunately there's only two, But these are vast underground caves. They can hold like 10,000 tons of salt. And they were used to preserve cod. So this is obviously a fishing area where this port was was known to have, um, that was one of the, the trades that they had back in the day was fishing. And so today, these areas are used for concerts and events, and you can go actually see them. So that's pretty cool. Another thing that you should do while you're there is at least um, go by and see another church. It's called St. Catherine's because it's the largest wooden church in France. And again, because this is a boating area, it's not only the largest wooden church. If you look up, the church is actually designed to look like the hull of a ship. So it would be interesting just to walk in and see it. There's also a lot of things that you can actually do close by Hunfleur. And one of them is visit a Calvados distillery. And so that is the alcohol that they make from the apples, the strong alcohol. And there's one place I can recommend, the Christian Drouin Calvados Estate. This is a family distillery. You can actually go and visit it. And they allow you to make your own blend of this type of alcohol. It's very strong. Um, it's really big in Normandy. You can try it pretty much anywhere in Honfleur or anywhere in the area. And so that would be a really good day trip. The next place I'm going to recommend actually takes us to the third place I want to talk about, and that's Duville. So Duville is a gorgeous place. They basically call it the Parisian Riviera. And this has been popular since the 1800s. 
It's about 30-minute drive from Honfleur. And this is another place that you can get direct trains from Paris. So if if you didn't want to do a, a driving trip through Normandy, you could also do from Paris. It's two hours. They have about 20 trains a day on the during the week and 40 trains a day on the weekend. So this is a place you could definitely build into uh, a trip to Paris and spend a weekend if you want. But this is a beach community. This is it attracts an upscale crowd. There's a lot of culture. They have a film festival. The area is full of horses, polo matches. They have a, a fancy casino, chic boutiques, and they have a big marina area. And this, they also have a conference center, I think, in Duville. But what makes this place very iconic is that they have a wooden boardwalk. It's like a 1920s style. And it has these bathing cabins. So they're actually like wood structures. And everything's candy-colored and coated. Like, it's very colorful and very beautiful. And along the boardwalk where all these bathing cabins are, they have like, like separating them. They have little fences. And they have the names of famous Hollywood stars. So you'll see Burt Lancaster, Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford. So that was like really shocking to us. And maybe it's because of the film festival there. But this is um, was, was just a unique thing to see. And it was very beautiful. It's a very wide, sandy beach. And um, it's, I would say it's absolutely worth going there, whether it's for the day just to see the area or spending a weekend to enjoy the atmosphere. So this area, I would say, compared to like Nice, when I talked about Nice, Nice is very international. This to me was very French. Um, Not that there weren't tourists from other places, but this you're getting the old school French Riviera. And um, very interesting, and we enjoyed it thoroughly. The other thing I can tell you that was very impactful to me personally is that I worked for the DuPont Company for many years, and I did not realize this, but when I was there, I kept seeing these street names, and I said, that's the same street names we have. Then I found out that the DuPont family goes back three centuries. They must have come over here and basically recreated their own town and renamed the streets the same that they are in the Duville area. So that was very interesting. And we went into a more upscale restaurant and the plates all said DuPont on them. And if you're from the East Coast or you know the DuPont company, it was nice to know that uh, I guess this was where it all started. The last place I want to talk about is Trueville. And both Duville and Trueville are beachside communities next to each other. So you can spend 20 minutes and like kind of walk over this bridge and this inlet to Trueville, or there's actually a ferry service going from the casino in Duville over to Duville. So they're similar, but they're different. So Duville is more elegant and old, kind of old school money, I guess, if you want to call it that. And Trueville, again, is very high end. It's it's not that it's not high end, but it has more of an edge to it. So like, for example, Trueville has a night market that has art and food and they have fish markets every day. They have an aquarium there. 
they they have a lot of seafood restaurants and grills out on the water where in Duville there was more high-end more white tablecloth type restaurants so just a different atmosphere they also in Trueville have a casino with beautiful big villas behind it and this was the backdrop for the film Coco Chanel so you could, if you did see that movie you might have noticed if you see those scenes that was actually filmed in Trueville they have really more newer and interesting hotels in Trueville. I saw one M Gallery hotel. I think it was called Cure Marine. And it was a hotel and spa that when you looked at it, you got the feel of this old, you know, 20s beach type hotel or giant mansion. But it is extremely new and modern. And that was just really interesting. Um, it looked like it was about $300, but then I looked at it, what it cost in the summer, and it was definitely over $600. But there was many other beautiful places to stay for about $150 to $200, but that must be their iconic place to go. They also have a lot of horse events and golf in Trueville. The other thing that they're known for is the four-seater bike. And that kind of has become famous in some of our beach communities on the East Coast. But this is where a lot of that started. And you'll see the four-seater bikes going on. In Trueville, they also have a large heated pool that's both indoors and out right on the beach. Again, giving just a little bit of a twist and a little bit of difference from Duville. The last thing I wanted to mention that you could actually do, I think you could do it from Hunfleur, Duville, or Trueville, is they have these interesting old-fashioned motorcycles with sidecars. And you can take, someone can take you out on a tour. So getting your helmet and your goggles on, they'll take you through a really interesting tour of these beautiful towns. And I highly would recommend doing something like that. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I tried to bring in some of the highlights of the things that we did in these areas. Again, you can't get around easily in Normandy unless you get a car. But if you just wanted to do Ruin or you just wanted to do Duville and walk back and forth or take a boat to Trueville, you could easily do that on day trips from Paris. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for the next episode on Normandy where I'm going to talk about the World War II beaches and Mont Saint-Michel.